Hello, and welcome to another episode of the NCC Audio Podcast, the podcast dedicated to discovering and learning how to build a business and grow an audience. I am your host, Nick Chamberlain, and today's episode is the third part of a five-part series on The Go-Giver by Bob Berg and John David Mann. And in this series, my co-host, Brandon Manderson... And myself are learning about the secret to success and diving deep into the five laws of stratospheric success. Hey, Brandon, good morning. How's it going? Good morning, Nick. Sorry I'm late. I'm here with my coffee now, though. And uh, it's early in the morning. It's early in the morning. I just finished my coffee before the podcast started. Yeah, me too. Today's a special podcast, though. Oh, why? Can you tell us why? Because people get to see our faces for the first time. If they're watching it on watching places, how do they? How are they going to be watching this? What are you talking about? Well, we've got one of those doohickeys over there that points at us and captures our images. <laughs> what is that? What that at is? At twenty-four frames per second, it's crazy. Twenty-four, not thirty. Actually, we are shooting it at thirty. I think. Okay, cool. I think that's what it's set up for. But anyways, yeah, that wow. 30, 30 of your faces per second. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for coming and, to this party with us. Yeah, and thank you for everyone who's listening right now. And if you want to see what <laughs> we look like, <laughs> um, this is going to be on YouTube. So eventually you can YouTube NCC Audio, and our podcast will show up as well. Thanks, Brandon, for setting this up. It looks beautiful. No problem. Yeah, it took a lot of work. We to get are to now actually good. in front of a live studio audience now. Hello, studio audience. <laughs> no one has showed up yet, but <laughs> well, we can't show them because they uh, because you know they didn't sign the. Um, well, actually, they all signed their paperwork, but our jib operator is asleep, so he can't uh, he can't pan the crane over the audience. So you just get us today. Sorry. Oh my gosh. Hey everyone! It turns out that there was a little bit of a technical difficulty, so there will not be any video this episode. But we will be filming future episodes, so stay tuned. And now let's get back to the episode. Well, I'm super excited to get into today's episode. All right, me too. Wow. So first, I want to do a little recap on the other two laws that okay. we have learned so far. Let's do in it. In the other two parts. Mm-hmm. So in the first part, we learned about the first law, the law of value. And that was stated as, your true worth is determined by how much more you give in value than you take in payment. Mm. You remember that? I remember that, yeah. Yeah, so if you want to learn more about that, go into the part one, right? Part one. Yep, and then (laughs) in part two, we talked about the second law, Mm -hmm. and that was the law of compensation. Ah, yes. Yes, and Mm -hmm. that reads as (laughs) your income (laughs) is determined by how many people you serve and how well you serve them. Yes, All right, and each week we have been trying to apply this law during the week. So, Brandon, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first on last week's law? By um, how many people we serve and how well we serve them. Yeah, so... How did you practice this? uh, I practiced this in a few ways, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, I had another film shoot, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and I tried really hard, my whole best effort to be the best on set person I could be and help Mm -hmm. out everyone. Um, I think I did a pretty good job, 
you know, I was very calm in, in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also got to help out with the Children of the Immaculate Heart live stream. Oh, yeah. Um, and be a camera person for that. Um, and so uh, that was fun. You know, I had to give up um, some of my free time to mm-hmm. in order to do that and give two nights to them. Uh, so oh, that was yeah. also fun and yeah. good. That's so funny. So I got to serve like... Oh, yeah. Two, so that's not a whole <laughs> lot, but it's more than one and more than zero. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, it's funny what I was going to say. Huh. <laughs> I was going to say, oh yeah, so I helped out um, on this film set as well as an actor. You did, <laughs> <laughs> and I also helped out this Children of the Immaculate Heart group. Oh yeah, we were together a lot. <laughs> And I just helped serve. But another way um, for my side business, NCC Audio, where I help people to produce their podcasts, I um, sent out 12 invoices this month, which more than doubled my normal invoicing that I normally do, right? Yeah. And so I am, uh, what do you call it? Serving and helping more than... (laughs) More people than I ever have before. And I'm trying to do it to the best of my ability and to the highest quality I can. I'm trying to serve them, my clients, as well as I can. That's beautiful, Nick. That's so beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> All right. So now let's get into this week's law. Uh, yes. Right? The law of influence. Okay. Oh, wait. Sorry. Well, oh, did oh. you just reveal it? No, that's oh, cool. Oh, spoilers. So- <laughs> okay. So... This is now Joe's. We're diving into the book now. Right. Jer- Joe's third day <laughs> of meeting um, Pindar's friends. Right? right. And so on the third day, he is going to meet Sam. Okay. So I'm just I'm just going to guess here that like the last one, he takes him to like a huge party and introduces him to a ton of friends at once. <laughs> I know. I'm super excited to see who this fifth and final friend <laughs> or <laughs> what? Or party is all about (laughs) so uh, joe goes to meet sam whose office is on the top floor of the highest building in town sam is a very well-off financial advisor and his office space is super impressive it's the size of an airplane hangar with a beautiful vaulted ceilings and windows that overlook the western mountain landscape so this guy runs this place and is very well off Right? But right. how did he get here? Let's learn a little bit about his story. All right. Let's. Okay. Open so, it up. Sam Rosen started out as a struggling insurance agent. Over the years, he gained a reputation as an especially fair minded businessman. People started calling on him to serve as a negotiator or, in their more difficult dealings, as a mediator. After establishing himself as the firm's top salesman, he broadened his focus and began serving as a full-spectrum financial advisor for select clients. I like learning about people's background and how they got there. Yeah. In his early 60s, Sam shifted gears yet again. He began to work with nonprofits. Oh, he's getting a little more giving here. Yeah. Especially helping the financially disadvantaged, mm. me and Brandon, yeah, <laughs> currently, <laughs> currently, the homeless and the hungry. Today, Sam was 
the state's number one philanthropist and spent most of his time negotiating large contracts on behalf of the worldwide charities. Wow. Mm. He's a very giving man at this point. He's very giving. Okay. And then Pindar goes on to explain that when he first met him over 30 years ago, he had – Sam had already amassed over $400 million in sales, more by far than anyone else in the history of his company. Yeah. And then Joe says, you must be the best insurance salesman in the world. And then Sam chuckles. Well, I should be, should be, but I started out as the worst. Oh, Yeah, so we all start off, you know, at the bottom learning, and so did Sam, right? Unless you're gifted. But you still have to (laughs) um, cherish that gift and gift that gift. Nourish that gift. Nourish that gift. And then um, Sam goes on to explain that he was no good at selling insurance. He floundered like a turtle on his back. But you know what turned things around and sat him right side up? And then Joe holds out his finger and says, let me guess. Um, The idea of giving more in value than you took in replacement? Not a bad guess, said Sam. Changing my focus from seeing what I could get to what I could give was when my career started to take off. Started to. Cool. So as soon as he entered into this mind, and as soon as he entered into this giving mindset, mm-hmm. his career be- began to take off. Right. Already. So that's pretty cool. Um, but then, you know what he said? What? <laughs> but in a business like mine, actually in any business, you also need to know how to develop a network. Ooh. All right, so I want to talk about what developing a network means to us, and then we're going to learn about what it means to Sam. Okay. Cool. cool. So a network to me, I feel like it's a group of mm, friends or clients or business people you work with, and you all kind of just, I don't know, talk about business or – you can be able to refer them to someone or they can refer me or someone to someone else. I don't know. It's just kind of a group of people who kind of just know each other. So, you know, you go to like a, a mixer, a business mixer, and you see people there and you're like, oh, I'm going to network and get some business cards. And you're like, oh, yeah, I just networked. That's how I pictured it. How about you, Brandon? Yeah, I think it's something uh, very similar to that. Um, I'd say I'd just add on like, in a professional state, it's like somebody, some networking is understanding what another person does, like learning what mm, their mm-hmm. learning what their trade and their skill is. That way, they can they can have them in like their pocketbook of of names to refer them to someone else. Oh yeah, know? that's true. Like when you want to go networking, it's like usually to like you said to meet somebody. To promote your services. To promote usually. your services to them. So down the line, if somebody does need help with something, they you can either be referred to that person or refer yeah. someone else to them. So when we go to these um, film mixers, I bring around my cards. Hi, I'm an audio engineer. Hi, I'm an audio engineer. And then hopefully they call me back one day when they need an audio engineer. Yeah. But I don't know if that's the best way to go about uh, building a network. So let's okay, see let's what about, uh, Sam and Pindar think about um, their networks. Right? right. So Sam continues. 
Now, by a network, I don't necessarily mean your customers or clients. I mean a network of people who know you, like you, and trust you. This is a very important. There are people who are personally invested in seeing you succeed. You see? (laughs) And, of course, that's because you're the same way about them. They're your army of personal walking ambassadors. That's cool. That's amazing. So I feel like you're in my network and I'm in your your network. I want to see you grow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I want to see you succeed. And that's the best way I can picture it. So Yes, and same thing for me. I want to see you succeed and I want to help you succeed with the things that you would like to do. Are the people in your network like your friends? Or um, can you have a friend aspect to it? Because I can, okay. I think so. Yeah, so I need to like change my mindset to everyone I meet and everyone I see. And I want to be able to, you know, know them, like them, and trust them. Right. Just I want them to know me, like me, and trust me. Okay. Now, Sam continues... When you've got your own army of personal walking ambassadors, you'll have referrals coming your way faster than you can handle them. Mm. And that's how kind of my business has been currently growing. I haven't reached out to anyone to ask, hey, I know you would be great for podcasting. Let me help you start a podcast. Right now, I have refer people referring other people to me, mm-hmm. and then I reach out to them and help them. Yeah. But I am – yeah. So that's where – I'm currently at, but I also need to grow more and reach out to more people. So you could say a lot of these people are your own personal ambassadors because they're yes. referring you to yes. other people. And the better I can serve my clients, the more they will refer people to me. There you go. Nice. So it sounds like you're serving your clients pretty well. Oh, thanks, Brandon. I <laughs> try. I try to do my best. Okay. And then Sam goes on to say, you want to know what makes that kind of network happen where you have a bunch of an, an army of personal ambassadors for you. Yes. And the old man's eyes bore into Joe and says, stop keeping score. You know how people say win, win. Yes, that's right. And it sounds great in theory, but most of the time when people call win, win, it's really just a disguised way of keeping track making sure we all come out even, that nobody gets the advantage. Even Steven, I scratch your back, now you owe me. He shook his head sadly. When you base your relationships in business or anywhere else in your life on who owes who what, that's not being a friend. That's being a creditor. Mm. Mm. So everyone in our network, we need to be, like I said, I friends with each other friends with them you want to see the best out of them right yeah okay and now we're getting to it the third law of success okay of stratospheric success okay so sam leans forward oh every time they lean forward (laughs) i'm like oh what's going to happen what are they going to say and sam says you want to know the third law of stratospheric success joe nodded very much indeed (laughs) (laughs) And Sam says, watch out for the other guy. Watch out for his interests. Watch his back. Forget about 50-50. 50-50 is a losing proposition. The only winning proposition is 100%. 
Make your win about the other person. Go after what he wants. Forget win-win. Focus on the other person's win. Here it is. The third law is the law of influence. Mm. Your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. And so that is really um, a mind changer for a lot of us. Because mm-hmm. we're usually so focused on ourselves and in a way, I guess from my perspective, I'm focused on myself and I'm always like, well, I need to build up my business. I need to make make it even better so that I can provide for my family. Mm. And so me trying to help my family, that's that's a selfless act, right? Yes. But then me trying to build up my business as best as I can, I need to be focusing on my clients more. Like right. what does my client, I need to look at their interests and try to build them up. Right. So it should shift from I need to build my business to I need to build, I need to build your their, business, yeah. their business. Yeah. And, and then in, in essence, that should be able to spread to them so that their business is to build up others. Yeah, and whatever their brand is, whatever their business is, and when they're building up their business, hopefully they're going out to helping other people with whatever service they're offering or product they're offering. Yes, and then that person who is consuming that product will use that product to better (laughs) others. And it's like this never-ending chain of bettering the other. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What a perfect world. That would be perfect if we all just did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we can try, Brandon. We can. We can definitely try. Okay. So that was the reveal. That was awesome. Right? Amazing. So let's get into what Pindar says. Pindar, um, he fleshes it out a little bit more. He explains it a bit more. Mm-hmm. So Pindar says, because if you place the other person's interests first, your interests will always be taken care of. Always. Some people call it enlightened self-interest. Watch out for what other people need with the faith that when you do, you'll get what you need. Cool. Sam nodded and watched Joe grapple with this idea for a moment, then said, tell me, if you ask most people what creates influence, what would they say? Hmm, Brandon. What would you say creates influence? Hmm. Hmm. I think that people create influence. I guess what creates influence is is interest and something. I don't know, Mm -hmm. in my mind. Not a large following on Instagram? I'm pretty sure that's the only way you can influence someone. I think that's the only way you can influence. I think... um, Or if you have a lot of money, you can influence someone. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, It's... Influence, I don't know. I guess influence is like making something Hmm. look like it's going to be better for them or Mm -hmm. you. And then, or making something that's better for them. Anyways, go, continue. Yeah, what do I say? Yeah, I kind of think is, when I think of influence, I just think of someone with a lot of power, a lot of followers, a famous person with a lot of money. Mm. Mm. But you know what Sam says? What does Sam say? So Joe said kind of what I just said. (laughs) And then Sam says, those things do not create influence. Influence creates them. Oh. What? What? And now you know what creates it. Mm. What creates it? Putting other people's interests first. Wow. Wow. That's cool. That's cool. 
And now I want to talk about how would you describe Pindar's friend so far, Brandon? I'd say. Or all of their friends. All of their friends. Yeah. There's like something about them. There's like something about them. Almost like people are like attracted to them. Yeah. And like they're, they're like magnetic. <laughs> they're super <laughs> magnetic. <laughs> and you um, know what makes them so magnetic? What? What? They Sorry. are givers. They're givers? That's what they all have in common. It's not their Instagram following? No. Are you kidding me? Yeah, so everyone wants to be around them because they're always so giving, and it makes them very attractive, very oh. magnetic. And you know what this book says? What? <laughs> it says that givers attract. Oh, wow. They're Every time attractive. you've met someone that's super giving, I can see that, yeah. They are not attractive like in a physical way, but they could be physically could be, attractive. Yeah. But you're drawn into them. You're, you're like, wow, this person's very selfless. Like, I feel very warm and welcome around them. Yeah. And so... That's how I feel around you, Nick. <laughs> it helps that you're just physically attractive, too. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Um, so as Joe walks to his car, he just whis- whispers to himself, Givers attract. And that's why the law influence works, because it magnetizes you. Ooh. I like that. That is super cool. Okay, so now we're moving on to the part where Joe has to practice the, the law. Right. right. The third law of practice. And so Joe goes on to work that day, but he puts out so many fires at work, he forgets all about fulfilling the condition of practicing the law. Mm. But then he goes on home later that evening and talks to his wife about his day. And then his wife talks to him about her day. They've come to this agreement that they only get 30 minutes each of complaining about their day. Mm. And then his wife said, okay, I'm all done. My time is up. You can go now with your 30 minutes of complaining. (laughs) (laughs) And then... And she said, well, that's, that's only fair, right? Fair mm-hmm. is fair. And then Joe thought to himself, fair is fair. That reminds him of the 50-50. That's a losing proposition. Even Stephen, I scratched your back. So now you scratch my back? You owe me? That's not being a friend. That's being a creditor. And so you know what Joe says? No, Suze. Wait. Actually, I don't. Please go on. i like to hear about what happened today. And so she is shocked. She goes on to explain her day and all her worries, all her stress. She starts crying and bawling. And then Joe doesn't know what to do. And then he just, you know what he does? He gets this awkward feeling of like, I need to comfort her. How do I do that? So he puts his arm around her and starts using some comforting words. Mm. And you know what Gus said back a couple chapters ago? Um, sometimes you feel foolish, even look foolish, but you do the thing anyway. There you go. Yeah, I've been to those moments where someone's super upset, or even my wife, I mean, she's super upset, and, like, you want to comfort them, but, like, you feel, like, awkward, like, oh, let me, you know, like, hugging them, or Mm -hmm. even if it's, like, a random stranger that you kind of know, and they're, like, sad, like, you still need to comfort them, Mm -hmm. and just go outside your comfort zone, be awkward, comfort them use your words of 
use your kind words to help them and build them up. Yeah. And so that's what Joe did with his wife. And she he helped her out. And then she just fell asleep. And Joe felt... too much for her. I know. He felt super sad. He's like, dang, I didn't help her and she's upset. And he... You know what happened? Hmm. His alarm went off and he realized that... No, you know what actually happened? Sorry. <laughs> His alarm <laughs> didn't go off. He woke up. He looked over. His wife wasn't there. He was late for work, and he just realized he never fulfilled the condition of practicing the law. Oh, and so yeah. he has to call Pindar right away and say, I'm sorry, I'm not coming in today. And his heart just sank, right? Mm. So he goes to the kitchen, and he goes to prepare his lunch because he's not going to go with Pindar anymore. And then he sees a note that his lo- wife left for him. And she wrote him a beautiful note. Oh. I know. And then he was very touched. And then she says, thank you for your generosity. I can't remember ever feeling so, so listened to. Joe rubbed his face amazed. It wasn't about complaining at all. She just wanted him to listen. She just wanted to be heard. All at once, he remembered that voice like a creaking gate hinge. Stop keeping score. (laughs) And then he laughed. He had done his homework. And so wow. he was, and so he didn't cancel it. Put that wonder bread away. <laughs> Said, heck no, I'm getting a put fancy that, lunch with that Pindar American today. cheese away, the packaged ham. <laughs> I'm going out with Pindar. I'm getting steak for lunch today. Yeah, Here to we meet go, his fourth friend. <laughs> oh wow. So, I really like that third law. That was a lot of I I really got to practice that one. I think it's a good It's a challenging law, one for me. It's very different from you know, everything that you see around you today. Yeah. Like we said about like, like you hear the term influence now in mm-hmm. 2020 when you, and it's like, it's connected to the word like influencer. Yeah. Which is just like social me- people on social media that like. You're just wanting to be like them. Yeah. But yeah. what are they, what are they offering you? You know? Yeah. Man. So. And then. Advice yeah. to some influencers. If you're listening, influencers. Um Try and better your audience. Do something good for them that's mm-hmm. going to help them. Maybe not just, I guess, it just entertaining them could work. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's how they got there, was by being a good influencer? I guess that... How did they get there? I guess Did that's they practice how, some of this to get there? I don't think they did. <laughs> Maybe some Maybe people. some of them. But that's what he was saying. Um, a lot of these people who have influence... No, I'm not talking about like an influence, but... It seems like they have a lot of influence. Um, a lot of times it stems from this giving mindset of, inv- you know, being selfless and helping others as putting their interests first. And then that brings it f- all around to it looks like you're an influencer at that point. Yeah. So that's what we need to strive for is to be the best go-givers. That we can be. Yep. Alrighty. So, Brandon, the third law, the law of influence. Mm-hmm. Your influence is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. Right. Awesome. Well, I'm super excited to practice this week's law, and I'm just going to go out there and <laughs> hopefully put everyone's interests first. Yeah. All righty, Brandon. Thank you for join, joining me for another episode of the NCC Audio Podcast. Woo! Thank you for all the viewers out there watching on the YouTube and wherever else this is being shown. And, and thank you. thanks for letting everyone see your face, Nick. Oh, yes. You're Usually doing them a favor. 
That is one way you're you're practicing the law of influence is by allowing others to see your face. Thanks, Brandon. (laughs) So also, if you are interested in learning more about podcasting and how it can be beneficial to helping you build your business and your brand, then please do not hesitate to reach out to me. I would love to help you reach your goals. (laughs) Please feel free to go to nccaudio.com or email me at nick at nccaudio.com or connect with me on social media. And thank you all so much. Have a great week. Thanks, Brandon. Bye.